Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. don't know who you're missing Driving down that lonesome road tonight Looking for one starlight glowing Or her face shining in the dash light Driving out of magic Cross your mind Tires squeal as the wheels spin faster Love's gone for good this time Don't think about her Move on You're lucky just to be alive You'll live without Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of a perfectly good podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. And sometimes we talk Little Village songs. And lately, it seems my sister in all things Hyatt Sylvan. We talk about Little Village a lot, don't we? Yeah, a little <laughs> pun intended that we sure do or don't yeah. or do again. And yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. on a bit of a rut there. Yeah, but. it is very odd that since we are doing this alphabetically, there is a randomness to the albums because not mm-hmm. every, the song. And I, it just worked out that little village had a lot of songs that started with a C or a D. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So anyway, we hope everyone enjoyed our special crossover episode with Jake. I know I did. And shameless plug once again, any musicians who are listening, or if you know a musician who even has the slightest interest in John Hyatt, please send them our way because I loved his perspective. And I would love to have more people who can talk about 
more technical stuff, but also just that different perspective of what you hear when you're a musician that maybe Jesse and I don't as someone who still can barely get a C chord out of a ukulele. And one of the things I loved, and I've mentioned this in other episodes since we've talked to Jake and when I'm interviewing other people on Set Lusting Bruce, that his idea of watching YouTube and mm-hmm. learning that to play these songs by doing that is so impressive. Yeah. And I thought that was really well done. And I've spent some time listening to his originals. I think that I think the kids got a little something. I do too. Yeah. yeah. And it's so much fun seeing him develop that. Yeah. I, yeah. I think someday we're going to be bragging that we got to talk to him on our little podcast. So. I, I, I totally agree with you. I absolutely agree. So, Sylvan, what are we talking about now on this Today, podcast? We are talking about Don't Think About Her When You're Trying to Drive by the supergroup Little Village, which was comprised of John Hyatt, Nick Lowe, Ryde Cooter, and Jim Keltner. Uh, we've already talked quite a few uh, songs about this as uh, Jesse and I were discussing. This is going to be the sixth Little Village song we've discussed and the fourth that either starts with do or don't. So again, just making a little bit of a joke with that. Because they've come fairly recently, it does feel a little bit repetitive to talk in about how the band was formed, how it came to be. I will mention once again that this album was nominated for a Grammy, which was easy to miss in the 90s. It wasn't as easy to keep up with things. It lost to Actung Baby by U2. So just an idea of the caliber of music. I find that album a classic just as I find Little Village a classic. And my very first fan magazine, which shameless plug is available on the John Hyatt under collectors. I started doing a fan magazine in the early nineties, which was shamelessly put together with other sources. But at the time, as I said, it was hard to keep up with what was going on with John Hyatt because he's never been front page news. Let's say he's never been on the cover of Rolling Stone, although some of the best articles have definitely come from Rolling Stone. So I actually had a whole page on issue one of Slow Turning devoted to Little Village, who I was very sad had been disbanded at that point. And I took the information from the official press release, press release, excuse me, press kit, which again, this is dating myself and talking about how much the music industry has changed. It used to be if you were a reporter, you would call up a record company and say, hey, I want to do an article on Little Village. And they would send you this glossy little folder with maybe a collection of photographed or photocopied newspaper articles, an eight by 10 glossy picture of the band so that you could use it in your press and a contact information or so forth. And if for one reason or another, those press kits and those cute little folders ended up in a record store, again, dating myself with that kind of reference, someone like Sylvan might be digging around in the record store and shell out maybe 10 bucks for this thing that the record companies would give up for free. And I love that. It was a lot of fun. So I actually had a little quote about 
John's take on the songwriting process that was from that press kit. A pop or yeah, don't think about her when you're trying to drive was again a rye title. When we started working on the words together, we'd fax versions back and forth. Side note, again, another dated reference. Me in Nashville and Ryan LA. That's the way things evolved. This has been a humbling experience learning to work with other people, which I don't do well. I'm grateful to have come to the point to have an opportunity to collaborate. It's really exciting, especially with this group of guys. Here, who you are is as important as how you make music. We're all trying some new things, taking a few risks and trusting, which I think is a beautiful way to think about work, no matter if you are a musician or a call center manager or a gift recorder, as I am. So that is a little sum up of just the facts on don't think about her when you're trying to drive. Just another little dated reference. That was one that we would purposely skip whenever we were creating a mixtape because it would be such a pain to hand right in the little Maxell uh, <laughs> cover. Um, the other thought, I just went to the Grammy website to see who else was nominated. Under the Bridge, a single Red Hot Chili Poppers, uh, Peppers, Little Village, the album, Kiko, an album of Los Lobos, Free Your Mind, single by In Vogue. And it was best rock performance by a duo or a group. And I thought that was interesting because often, lately, John's been in the Americana Oh, and in 1992, if you said Americana, people would look at you like you had 12 heads. Yeah, absolutely. So it's nice. All right. Yeah. And that makes me feel even better because those are some seriously great 90s bands. I haven't thought about En Vogue for years, but man, were they an incredible R&B group. And that also speaks to how... For better or worse, we have fragmented the music industry because I don't think you would ever talk about that wide collection of musicians in the same breath. Yeah, in Vogue, in Lost Lobos. 2023. Yeah, in Vogue, Lost Lobos, Little Village, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you too. That's pretty diverse. Yeah, and Red Hot Chili Peppers, Under the Bridge, that that's such a landmark song. I think any child of the 90s like myself, you, you think about that. It reminds you of the LA riots. And yeah, yeah wow, good company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. very good company. All right, we will be back to talk about this song. We're going to talk about the lyrics. We're going to talk about the vocal performances. And we will be right back after this. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once, new quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. 
I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. And we're back. I have a slight fear, Sylvan, that are just the facts when we get to the song on Little Villages. Yeah, it was on Little Village, self-titled CD. And now here's your break. (laughs) We could have that fear about every song because, again, this is a long journey, folks. Strap in. We will be talking the last Little Village song in the summer of 2027. And that is scheduled to be take another look. The the issue why this one is so weird is because it's so next to each other. Hmm. If you're like if you're if you do slug line and it's been five months or mm-hmm. a year since the last time we talked slug line, okay, to remind everyone, because every podcast is someone's new pod first podcast. So Absolutely. Yeah. All right. General thoughts. I'll start. I'll let you start, please. What are your thoughts on this? Don't think about her when you're driving. Well, you are shorthanding, sir. The official yep. title is Don't Think About Her When You're Trying to Drive. Really? So, yes. so that kind of says it. it. It is a poetic song. It's a song that goes great on a mixtape if you can cramp your handwriting a little bit, as I said. And I am a sucker for any song that works well in the car. Take a drink. Bruce Springsteen has so many great driving songs. And I did a little search by the lyrics of Drive on our good friend Jurgen's Perfectly Good Cigar podcast, or bleh, sorry, <laughs> website. And although Jurgen, anytime you want to join the podcast, we are so happy to have you. Oh, Absolutely. And it was something like 76 results came up. Now that includes some things that we're not even going to touch in our season one, which lasts six years of all the studio albums, but some bootlegs and things like that. And driving works, I think, especially as these troubadours that Little Village was made up of probably spent a lot of time behind the wheel, getting themselves from gig to gig. And you start romanticizing who you're missing or just the idea of someone waiting at home for you. I imagine that's where this started. And I have often found myself just singing this song when I'm on a ride. Like it doesn't have to come on the iPod on its own. It just occurs to me. So that was definitely affecting my rating or my debate about how I was going to rate this song. The other thing is that I was really impressed by the vocal performance on this song in a way that I felt the other of Little Village that we've discussed so far didn't really showcase what is great about John Hyatt's voice. It's not the typical crooner. 
it's a voice you have to get used to, especially the music journalists of the day love to talk about that. And then the sly guitar there from Ry Cooter is so beautiful on this. I was really thinking about how does this compare to Lipstick Sunset, which is to me the most beautiful slide guitar, hands down period, no honorable mention, just boom. And um, this holds up against that. And just the way that all the pieces put together, I think this shows what Little Village was striving to be in a way that other songs on the album don't quite make it. So I'm a big fan of this song. How about you, Jesse? So I, there are a couple of types of songs that I adore. One of them is Driving While You're Lonely, Calling Baton Rouge from Garth Brooks, where he's I got to stop, get another cup of coffee and a dollar full of change. I'm calling Baton Rouge. That's mm-hmm. a very upbeat, fun. One of the highlights on Absolutely Take a Drink was in 2016 when Bruce was doing the full river tour, I got to hear him do drive all night. And such a gorgeous song. Yeah. yeah and, and right. And it has right. Of course the joke, right, baby, I swear I'd drive all night again, just to buy you some shoes and to taste your tender charms. I just want to sleep tonight in your arms. And someone's like, Bruce, there's Zappos. <laughs> <laughs> but that feeling and I think there's some clever lyrics. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we, we get a buddy. And I always love when John throws in a buddy. Uh-huh. It's his version of Bruce used to, hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Bruce, John loves to use buddy. And so I was doing yeah. that. Yeah. And as we, I, I think we, we got into this, that uh, buddy boy was what his dad called John. So that makes perfect sense that he throws yeah. that term in there. I so Memphis is yes. another thing you go ding 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 yeah. <laughs> so you were basically alluding to what kind of journey this narrator might be on yeah and i while i was listening to this really asked myself to question the assumption that i had always made that basically this is a guy leaving town because he had his heart broken and he's going to someplace that he doesn't have these reminders of this bad relationship and he's not going to look back or so he's telling himself in this particular situation. And my impression has always been that the girl is wherever he's going from and he's going someplace that he's not going to have as many reminders of her. Now, it could also be someone who has lost someone to death or something a little bit more melancholy, or it could be that he's just busy. Maybe he has, it was too long ago for Uber, but maybe he's a cab driver and he's just driving all night because he has to, and he's not really going anywhere. He's not a man of his own direction, but you got to focus on the job, buddy, get things done. And the lyrics when he talks about bad clutch and your load keeps shifting uh-huh. is is helps sell that idea. And we're going to go through all the lyrics in a minute, but he could be a long time. He could be a truck driver, uh-huh. a long distance driver. And that, so 
I absolutely agree. The romantic version of is he's leaving town to quote the Beatles, right? She's leaving town. He's leaving town. He's going somewhere else and he's licking his wounds as he drives away. But you also could say that is this because he has to go and is he wanting to come back at some time? Yeah. Yeah. That, that again, when we get to the rating point, when you can ask yourself all those kind of questions about a song, those are additional points to me. I love the idea that you there's so much that happened either before or after the little snippet of life that we get in these few verses and a chorus. And this feels like a real person because you do want to know what brought them to this point, what's going to be next. And I I love this sense of you, you talked about the vocal performance Mm. and this has that gravitas, that world weariness. Mm -hmm. And once again, going back to Bruce and drive all night, that weariness of song. And I, I just think, this song has a mood and a tempo that's not rushed yet. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, it, it isn't like it's dragging. It isn't, it, this is just timed perfectly. Sometimes you'll go, gosh, this movie just worked perfectly. The action happened and the story moved just enough that I was constantly engaged and I never felt like, oh, this is a good time to go get popcorn or take a bio break. This is just the story moves at just the right pace and you feel the singer's longing and pain. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it is an impressive vocal performance and an impressive arrangement because I think it highlights John's vocals. As I said, it's not like there's this wild range the way we might see on something like Icy Blue Heart, but it, it definitely rises and falls and it takes that emotional journey with you. And unlike something like Icy Blue Heart, it, it's really nice to sing along with. So yes. I, I think however they did this, whether it was by committee or Rye was just stretching out those slide guitar notes and John was matching it, like all the breaths come in perfect places that it sounds like he's having a conversation with us, but also a really emotional conversation. And it, as I said, it's so cathartic to sing. If you are dealing with a bad breakup, and you're trying to get yourself not to think about someone, this is a great one to just throw on there and sing over and over again. So in 2011, in September, we got a phone call and we knew this was going to happen, but my father had passed away and Mm. we knew it was close. And my, my mom and my sister had gone up and seen him and they had left because he didn't want anyone there. And he died alone the way he wanted to die. And, So I had to drive to Fort Knox, Kentucky and Elizabethtown, like the movie, right? It's right Mm -hmm. there. And I drove in the car by myself. I told Linda and Chris, both of them said, hey, we'll go with you. I'm like, no, I think I need the time alone. So I'm in the car driving 
And my mind was just filled with a lot of things. And I drove all the way to Nashville, spent the night, and then finished on to Kentucky. And it it was very cathartic. The reason I'm telling this story is a few years later, I'm going to go to Nashville to see Bruce perform. And they're like, that's a long drive. I'm like, no, it's not long <laughs> at all. Yeah. And about halfway through it, I realized when you're not dealing with a big emotional thing, this is a long freaking drive. <laughs> yeah. I don't know as I'd recommend that as a way to make the time move yeah. faster, but there is something yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah. And the idea, don't think about her when you're trying to drive because it's you and the road. And let's say we're old school, your AM FM radio that you're going <laughs> in and out, right? You don't have serious, yeah, yeah. you don't have a tape deck. It's just you, the car and your thoughts, all those demons, all mm-hmm. those regrets. What could I've done better? different what could Mm -hmm. i've done better what yeah if i had chosen this instead of that all comes to mind and those ghosts are your passenger in that car yeah Uh, you were just reminding me uh and i was trying to come up with the title sorry i (laughs) even sylvan who likes to pride herself on knowing all of the John Hyatt songs on the drop of a hat and it's one we've discussed so far um where he's talking about we drove all the way to Memphis with the kids in back, no yeah. one else to talk to that kind of, yeah. You know, that's with someone in the car with you. And here's, I can't imagine anything, but someone driving alone when we're yeah. talking about, don't think about when yeah. you're trying to drive. All right. So you want to go through lyrics? Sounds great. Okay. Who gets to start this time? Me? All right. So I, yeah, I can start. Okay. She don't know who you're missing driving down that lonesome road tonight looking for one starlight glowing or her face shining in the dash light. Mm. Poetry. That I, is I love, poetry. Yes. I, and we recently talked about maybe some not great poetry that came up with Little Village. This yeah. is lovely. It's not groundbreaking. We've all talked about light and dark when it comes to poetry and roads. Hello, Robert Frost. Your image is calling you. But this sets the tone for the song so perfectly that here is someone trying to get his mind straight, looking for one starlight glowing. And that idea of whether it's a breakup or whatever, you're trying to get someone off your mind and you just can't, whether it's you start hearing their name in places or you're seeing them out of the corner of your eye, her face shining in the dashlight. Perfect. What and, about you? Yeah, I absolutely agree. You have some as a kid, but I also reminds me a little bit of Peter Pan, right? Second start of the right and mm-hmm. straight on to morning. Until morning. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. he's looking for that starlight glowing, that direction, almost like a Christmas carol, looking for that star in the east to follow. Mm -hmm. And that image of her face shining in the dashlight, Mm -hmm. right? Where that light, that dashlight is just enough where you can see the shadows of your passenger's face. And he's, she's not there. He's wanting Mm -hmm. there. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I agree. Just absolutely very beautiful. 
So you want to go? Sure. Driving out of Natchez, you drive her back and forth across your mind. Tires squeal as the wheels spin faster. Love's gone for good this time. And again, I have to talk about the vocal performance that I believe it, the first three lines of that verse are just John singing by himself. And then the rest of the band comes in for love's gone for good this time. And it is powerful and it works. It lands that punch and yeah, just the poetry continues and it's a great use of metaphor and pun and cleverness of we're talking about literal driving and then we're also driving something in and out of your mind. Yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> all I can say. I start getting a little bit tongue-tied when I think about this song just because it is very good. And I can't tell you the number of times that I might have been doing data entry in my college years or something like that. The title of Natchez comes up and I cannot help but say Natchez. Yeah. <laughs> exactly as the boys do it. Well, and the tire squeal as the wheels spin faster. And and mm-hmm. to prove your point, right? Like gloves gone for good this time. This does give the feeling this is an ending. And mm-hmm. don't think about her. Move on. You're lucky just to be alive. You'll mm-hmm. live without her. Just don't think about her when you're trying to drive, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. You got out of this alive. It's going to, you, you will have your whole future ahead of you. Yes. But just don't try to think about her when you're trying to drive, when you're alone. I think this is one that a native English speech speaker might take for granted that we don't have to take it literally that his physical life wasn't in danger uh, in this relationship. I don't think, but that feeling that when you have your heart broken and it's, Oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this? And you're lucky to get out in one piece of some bad relationships. Again, I don't know if that's what they're trying to imply that the relationship was bad and he had to leave or if it's just you're lucky just to be alive that you can probably meet somebody else. There's something in your future. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. In that phrase, right? Lucky we got out of that all in one piece. Yeah. Right? That this that's what they're saying. And I I just love that the whole where you can try to kid yourself better to love and lost than never loved at all. This is a good experience. We will always have Paris, whatever romantic thing you want, but I don't know about you, Sylvan, but there's been plenty of times in my life when I've, I, it's a poor man, my friend living with himself who can't stand the company. And there's plenty of times when you're by yourself and, there's nothing to hide. It's just mm-hmm. you and your memories. And sometimes we don't come out as well as we should when we're judging ourselves. Yeah. I think anyone who doesn't feel that way might yeah, have something wrong with them, but yeah. yeah. All right. So you want to go to the next course? Sure. Yeah. A heart in your condition shouldn't be out on that road tonight. 
Bad clutch and your load keeps shifting. Hold on, buddy, you'll be all right. Um, and yeah, I just, I love that a heart and your condition shouldn't be out on the road tonight. You take it literally. And if you have particularly heart troubles, you're not allowed to drive because what if you had a heart attack while you're right. uh, in control of these ton chunk of metal at high speeds, but to compare that to the broken heart. And that comes up in poetry all the time too, that the reason we talk about a broken heart, the reason why we talk about that organ shattered in a million pieces is because it literally feels that way, that you have this pain in your chest that you can't get past. And distracted driving is not a good thing. What could be more distracting that than the pain? But you just try to balance how much you're thinking and how much you're not thinking, which I brings us back to the title and the chorus. But yeah, I just love them talking about the heart in his condition, not a person in that condition. And yeah, then as you said, we could be talking about a truck driver, bad clutch, load keeps shifting. It could be an emotional load, not a Absolutely. actual literal. Yes. I think so. And then the other thing I love is you could also say, and let's uh, forget for a moment um, someone's sober journey, a heart in your condition shouldn't be out on the road tonight. They should be in crying in their beer, crying in their soft drink. They should be yeah. with buddies or friends telling them, it's okay, man, it's okay. But instead, right. you've got to, for whatever reason, you've got to be, you're facing this on by yourself. And this is such a beautiful song about the loneliness. And it is just the idea that only you can get through this heartbreak and that no matter how much people love you and how much people want to support you in a lot of ways, we're there and we have to go through it alone. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I uh, was going through my divorce, basically the only people who even reached out at all are people who had been there before, which unfortunately, yeah. fortunately, that's a lot of people these days. Yeah. But uh, someone made the comment that like, don't be surprised if people act like this is catching that mm -hmm. because your relationship failed, being around you is going to make other people's relationships fail. Mm -hmm. And it is a phenomenon I have witnessed again, because it's something that happens to myself and a lot of my friends and you also get that, I don't know what to say, or we have to take sides. If we were friends with this couple, then we can't be friends with both of them after they split. And I'm going to go on the record and I will say this until we're on zero house. Anyone who thinks that, get over yourself. You can absolutely be friends with two people who have broken up because most relationships end. Unfortunately, that's a statistical reality. And friendship is too precious to throw away on something so stupid as that. No, I absolutely agree. As we talk about often on this, Rick Lisko was the person that led me to John Hyatt. And when him and Jennifer got a divorce, Jennifer used to joke that Rick got custody of Linda and I. That was not our choice. We wanted to, we were comfortable being Jennifer and Linda had been friends since elementary school, mm -hmm. but it, 
the Jennifer, which I know is not listening to this, but it felt like Jennifer and a lot of people like, how dare you pick Rick Hmm. in this divorce? And Linda was originally angry at Rick. Why are you breaking this marriage Mm -hmm. up? Till Mm -hmm. she went to the Catholic school where we went to and he was on the visitor's bleachers by Mm -hmm. himself Mm -hmm. and with no one around him because Mm -hmm. he wanted to watch his daughter play basketball and he was just a pariah. And Linda Mm -hmm. said, that's no. Oh, good for Linda. She walked over there and, hey, Rick, and he said, no, don't. Mm -hmm. She goes, and she sat down and go, nope. We've been friends almost as long as I've known Jennifer and I'm not going to choose. And if they make me choose, I'm choosing you. Right. And yeah, so I, I, I think that is wise words that, and I think it's also really cool to say, Jesse, I, I don't know what to tell you, but mm-hmm. how are you doing? If you want to talk, if you don't, but no, I'm here for you. Yeah. And I think all of that does uh, tie in nicely to the next yeah. verse. We might be getting ahead of ourselves no, a little. No, go ahead. You'll wait tomorrow morning, probably be in Memphis or somewhere. Got that. They won't know one thing about her. Those lips, those eyes, that hair. And then we get the chorus so, again. Yeah. So the idea that the reason he's making this journey is because he's tired of running into people and seeing the memory of this person that he loved in their face. And, oh, we're used to thinking of you and her. And now we don't know how to be with you. The desire for a fresh start where you don't have to deal with that kind of memory. And this doesn't have to be a romantic thing either. Unfortunately, if maybe you've lost a a parent or a family member or anything that has been a dramatic shift in your life, you get to a point where it's, I don't want to explain it anymore. And I don't want someone to casually ask how such and such is going and then have to say, actually, dot. I've just, again, it's such a singable song and who wouldn't want to go to Memphis in the meantime, jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit. Yeah. So by the way, side note, I went to Memphis this last weekend to the, a, the, a guy named Matt Donnelly, who is the co-host of Penn Sunday schools podcast is a becoming a magician. He is slowly getting, he's also one of the writers of fool us. And there Mm. is a tour of foolers where there's four magicians that were all on fool us that are touring and memphis was the closest place they were going and since bruce has canceled his shows i i so i drove to memphis attended the show and then got up the next morning and came home and i was thinking about while you were driving yes and so when i sent the meeting notice i went i'm going to memphis in the meantime (laughs) And just did that to Linda. Yes. And uh, yeah, so I I cannot hear the word Memphis without hearing the same thing when someone says, I'm from Indiana. Did you leave Uh the back of a pickup truck? (laughs) So I I have to ask the question. Yeah. Did you get a decent meal at the rendezvous? I did not. I know. I wanted to. Yes. I just, (laughs) it worked out. Not just by the time I got there, I didn't have time. But yeah, it was great. It was, yeah, I was very tempted to, but it just, it didn't work out. Yeah. Next time. 
Okay. Yeah. In preparation for this, I was trying to pull out the press kit for Little Village and I found some pictures of my mom and my trip to Memphis, which included a visit to the rendezvous and definitely go. It was the highlight of our uh, trip. Delicious food. And we were so impressed by the waiter and how friendly he was. There was a picture of the two of us with the waiter with these gigantic smiles on our faces. So Right. That's yeah. a real sidebar, everybody. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, that's okay. All right. So you want to finish this up? Sure. We have the chorus and then the bridge. You'll make that phone call. You'll hear her saying, hello, who's there? Is it somebody playing? You won't be able to utter a word. She's better off not knowing where it is you're going. To don't think about her. So I I really like here that we're getting a little bit more backstory because this implies that this is someone who is still alive and it's someone who might have been wronged by the narrator. I think if she was the one who had ended the relationship or broken his heart, although obviously his heart is broken, the temptation wouldn't be to call her and not say anything. And again, for those of you who are young enough to know what a podcast is, but might not know, there was a time that you could call and the person would not know who was calling because there was no such thing as caller ID, or it was something that only certain people paid for and certain numbers didn't work Yeah, or pay phones. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I actually do get the feeling that this is a payphone that you, Mm -hmm. am I that desperate just to hear her voice Mm -hmm. and then hang up before? Mm -hmm. Because you could see her. Ooh, hello. Is there someone playing? Someone playing? Yeah. And, uh, and I love that better off not knowing where it is you're going. Yeah. So I think that's what implies to me that he thinks he's unworthy of her whether it was one event or just he decided to walk away because he wasn't good enough or whatever, she'll be better off without me. Yeah. There, there's different ways to tell this story. And like this story, the song is so cinematic. I would love yes. to see it really featured in a film somehow, or even maybe stretched out into a little I'm on fire type video with a little story before and after. And I think, I want to go back to what you said earlier. This is a sample of mixing these four together mm-hmm. and one plus one equals five, right? It is more than just the sum of the parts. They In this are, song, especially. This, yeah, yeah, this song really clicks. That yeah. the harmonies on that, the, as you mentioned, the slide guitar, the backup music. This is, we aren't going to get to our ratings yet, but this is something you go, yeah, this is, if I'm- This the, is what they were going for. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is exactly what they were going for. And I just, I saw an interview with Jason Isbell and he said, I don't have a record company because he does his own records. And he said, with a record company, if you show up with five or six good songs, they go, okay, that's enough. We'll fill out the rest. And he says, since I don't have a record label, I wait till I have 12 songs and then I put out a release. 
And I'm sure this, you know, I we've talked about that. We don't know the pressure. We don't know what they're doing. We also know they talked about maybe part of the reason why Bring the Family works so well is because it was quick and it was done. And this having more time and more money just didn't serve it. But this is something you go, yeah, I I want a, I want a sophomore album with more like this. I would have loved them to just do this. Let's get the gang back together and have some fun again. Absolutely agreed. And yeah. I, I don't really have much to add beyond that. Yeah. Just okay. that, yeah. It, for all the talk of Little Village wasn't quite as good as it could be. And we've rated some of the songs that we've talked about so far yeah. rather low. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of it, it's the lowest rated album although i'm almost positive it won't be yeah but this is this this shows its potential yeah all right so any final thoughts or you're ready to rate i'm ready to rate how about you yeah i am too so it's my turn to go first according to the spreadsheet i just checked okay so (laughs) i warned you that i may have to bring back the point five So let's, I'm going to talk about this and then maybe together we can come up with this. Okay. This is much better than a three to me. And a three means a really good song. We've established that a three is a good song, Uh but I don't know if it's quite a four, right? Did you listen to the live versions? No, I did not. Okay. As I shared with you, I have crap going on at work. So yeah, I did yeah. not get to hear the live version. Yeah. In the spirit of not going half points, I would have to go a four because it's better than a three. Okay. I would have, if I were doing half points, I'd do a three and a half, but we're trying, I'm trying to not save that when I absolutely have to do it. <laughs> Between a three and a four, I have to pick one or the other. I, I got to give this a four. Okay. And I think if you had listened to the live versions, you would feel more solidly in the four camp. Okay. Okay. I started feeling like, because again, I I often start singing this song to myself. So that tells me that it it is a crust above even the very impressive catalog of John Hyatt. To be honest, I even started as I was listening to the, this and then the live version, which I think they give each other even more room and God, that slide is so amazing. I even started debating going as high as five. However, what stopped me from that is I thought, okay, you put, don't think about her when you're trying to drive next to lipstick sunset there, there's a chasm that we cannot call these separate, but equal. So I rate it very solidly a four. It's a song that will get you through many different emotions. It'll get you through the boredom of a drive. It will give you little things to quote to people. And I do think that it it gives that special sauce that I like to talk about, that it, it tells you something about the human condition that you might not have known when you put the CD in the drive. Okay. So solid four for me. Okay, good. All right. That's fair. That's good. Yeah, I was, because I was thinking a lot about this and I was, it's, 
there's a lot of songs that are threes that are that we talk about that are really good. Um, but yeah, I just this was I'm glad I really enjoyed this one a lot. All right. If someone wants to give us feedback to tell us how this is a two or a five, <laughs> how can they? They could leave us a review on whatever platform they're listening to this podcast. We would very much appreciate that. They could find our Facebook page, The Perfectly Good Podcast. I am Sylvan Groff on uh, Facebook. I am Sylvan Green Eyes on Twitter. Uh, we do also have a website that the easiest way to find the website, to be perfectly honest, is to find the Facebook page and then link from there. But you can find the entire list. And yeah, I, I think that covers it. Uh, we also have the Gmail address, Perfectly Good Podcast. Yes, I am at Jesse Jackson DFW. I would love to hear from you guys and let us know. We have talked about this often that there is an open invite for you to join us and share your thoughts. There's we've got a nice little three seat studio, and so we'd love to hear it. Speaking of, we are at we are only at nine ratings on iTunes, so we'd love to get a floor of that. We've got six customer reviews. So, yeah, if you could go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it. Hey, Sylvan, I had a blast. How about you? Pleasure is always talking with you, Jesse. And, yeah, especially, like I said, I've thought about this song every time it comes around and as I was listening to it, it's, oh, wow, I actually get to talk to someone who's going to be engaging with these lyrics and thinking about this as deeply as I am. I don't have to drag it out of someone. So it, it's such a gift being able to do this with you. But you know what? I got an idea. Let's do the same thing next week. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> All right, listeners, check back with us next week. Let us know how we're doing. But until then, have a little faith. Have a little faith. Bye. Bye. Baby, we can come on home Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac And change the message on the coat of mine It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.